What's up, fucks? I'm joined today with Josh, my friend from high school, and welcome to Casting Couch, episode two. The first sober episode of Casting Couch, I might add. Now, let's just get right into it. Um, so my friend, not not him, uh, recently told me something, and apparently they made it up and it's complete bullshit, but they said, if you had an overbearing mother during childhood you are less likely to be attracted to the same race and if you had a neglectful or like a good relationship with your mother then you're more likely to be attracted to your own race what are your thoughts on or the race of your mother I saw this no i saw this what do you think so i get just get a little bit closer okay okay yeah you're so first this person um I've I've literally seen the direct effects of it. Um, I'm not gonna say his name, but I'm gonna put a bit more context. Just put, just give like a fake name. Okay, his name is Adam. And <laughs> that sound that sounded a little too real. <laughs> his name's Adam Jensen. Anyways, <laughs> this is on thirteen seventy eight West. No. Okay, so Adam, I actually thought about like looking up and finding your address for this and just like saying it at one point in the video, just being like, "Oh, and by the way, uh, six six seven And the <laughs> I actually doxed my brother once on purpose. We live at the same. Yeah, house. bro, you dumbass. Have, Have you, you seen? Doxed? Did you see that? No, no. I, I I put like his. I okay. I'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, but, let's get back so, to the yeah, Adam. Adam, we're we're both me and Adam both Filipino. And he has the most obnoxious mom on the planet. I'm not going <laughs> to. Sorry. He has the fuck. He has the most obnoxious mom on the planet. And I've never seen like somebody. And he's 100% Filipino. Oh, wait. Do I know who you're talking about? Your cousin? Yes. Oh, shit. That was him. He was the one who put that up. Oh, dude. Shout out to Adam. Yeah. Um, that's not even close to his actual name. Okay. It was just the first, like, I would have said like Larry, Larry, at least the same first letter, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But anyways, Um, shout out Larry. Yeah. Shout out Larry. So no, Larry, I don't, I'm sure it's, I I can't tell if it's just his experience alone, but his mom is definitely, his mom is also involved with a lot of other Filipino women who just so happen to be extremely obnoxious. Bro, I feel like that's really common in America is like yeah. when you're a minority, like from another country, for example, if you're like a Russian or if you're a Filipino, you find every single other Filipino or Russian in the entire fucking state you live in and you all know each other. Yeah. That's no, how definitely. my parents are. They know every fucking Russian in the state. It's weird. Same same with me. I literally go up to somebody and I'm like, what's your last name? And they go, oh, this. And I text my parents. They go, yeah, yeah, we know their mom. <laughs> it's so funny. It's hilarious. Dude, bro, do you remember Jacob from high school? You know how he's Russian? Yeah, yeah. My fucking parents know his parents. Of course they do. Isn't that fucking weird? <laughs> it's such a weird thing how everybody knows everybody. But with Larry or Adam, whatever, Larry specifically... All the like all the Filipino women that his mom knows are just insanely loud. Uh, this is gonna sound like flat out racist. I'm Filipino myself. I know this. They're like insanely loud. You, you have the Philly pass. I have the is Philly there pass. is there a Filipino slur? There's something. I <laughs> I know there is. I can't remember it though. Okay, okay. It obviously isn't that good if you can't remember. No, it. no. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's as if there's good slurs. My 
I, I'm really bad at wording shit sometimes. Sometimes I just word shit in the most offensive way possible, but yeah. I don't mean it that way. I, for, I forgot to ask the rules of this, but I'm not going to say any slurs. Uh, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, um, no, no. Un- unless it's your own race, then you're good. Like, I can okay. say honky, but you can't say it. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, can, yeah. Wait. Yeah, no, you're not even... You're fully Filipino, huh? You're not even partially white. Uh, no, no, there's no white. I thought I was part Portuguese. Oh. Apparently not. Oh. But I'm uh, like 11% <clears throat> Chinese. We have no idea where it came from, but it's there, according to 23andMe. Okay, sick. Um, All right. Sorry, I keep diverging. No, no, you're good. I do the same <laughs> shit. Do you have ADHD? I'm, I th- I'm getting the idea that I might, and a lot of my, like... Just, just the way that I talk and the way that I say things, and then just gonna ah, cool. Sorry, and can you twist that? Um, sorry, technical shit. This way? Twist that little that little nub thing. Twist it right? uh, left. Left. Okay, other way. Oh. oh wait, was that loose? Okay, now like adjust it so it's pointing right at your mouth, and then tighten it. There you go. Okay, perfect. Because okay. it was just pointing a little too high. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Just a little closer, a little closer. Here there you go. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sick. Um. Uh. Fuck me. Okay, we'll get back to the ADHD. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Adam, his mom's Filipino and she's fucking annoying and loud, and he yeah. is not attracted to Filipino women. Yeah, that's it. So, here's my experience, <clears throat> all right? Um, so, for me, my mom is neither, she's like a little overbearing, neither overbearing or avoidant to me. So, she, you just have a pretty good relationship with your yeah, mom. Yeah, I think my relationship with my mom is great. Sometimes I have to like tell her you're being a little like, controlling here and she'll be like all right my bad um it's a good trait that she's able to take a step yeah. back not a lot of parents can do that yeah not I, a lot of people can do that no, period no not at all uh but she um a good relationship but i have not been attracted to many filipino women which is uh interesting i don't really think i have a preference anywhere to be honest i like whoever i like but I can't say I have any experiences with Filipino women that I like. I'm attracted to. Now that's me. Um, but for other people, I can see it. Honestly, I can see it happening. Like, like me. I don't. I don't know your relationship with your mom that much. So, well, first of all, have you ever seen me date a white woman? Okay, fair. <laughs> Second of all, um, yeah, no, my mom was. Uh, like you know, she she did the best she could, and she had like actual OCD and shit. So I could, I can't entirely blame her for being kind of controlling, but my mom is kind of overbearing. She kind of has been for a for a while, but uh, you know, no no, I'm not shading my mom. I'm just saying like because of that, I am just like subconsciously exhausted of white women, and like I literally just find nothing appealing about them. It's I don't know. It's weird. It's really weird. Like. It's not it's not just like a physical appearance thing. It's like the personalities too. It's just like fuck. So if we want to talk about things from I guess a psychology standpoint, um you can go back to like Freud and his weird shit. Um where he talked about how like your attachment with your parents determines a lot of things later on in life. Um we still think Freud is weird as fuck from like a regular psychology standpoint, but a lot of the points he made were pretty good. We can't prove them because you can't measure that shit. You can't really put numbers on it because it's very subjective. But I've seen far too many times the way that somebody's somebody's attachment to the opposite really nigga opposite sex parent <laughs> will like definitely like change how they are. like 
the term daddy issues and mommy issues right very right. real things they're very real and you know they're like avoidance uh, avoidance attachment or fearful avoidance attachment or like uh, di- like anxious avoidance it's it's a lot of it is definitely caused by your parents so especially living in america when like you're a minority for example and you you don't have like when when there's less of your own people that sounds fucked but like you know Mm -hmm. uh like for me if i grow up in like suburban utah there's not a lot of filipino women i'm gonna be more attracted to who's near me like if i'm in a class full of white people and that's like my main social oh i get what you're saying like whatever you grow up around right that that is who you like learn to be attracted to yes you know i can see that because up until i the, the time i was like 16 i was it was like i was like primarily attracted to white women and then the first time I ever had, Jesus Christ, I'm getting real. Okay. The first time I ever had relations with a black woman, it's it's real, bro. Once you go black, you don't go back. I literally was like, holy fuck, I've been missing this my whole life. Like, mm. this shit is awesome. And it it didn't really have much to do with like the physical, like the the actual race of it. It was more like, there was just way more like, there was way more like heart and soul in it you know yeah there was there's more personality in the ass <laughs> okay yeah but yeah. <laughs> i don't know i don't know bro it's weird like cultural will definitely make somebody different yeah do you think like your cultural like the way you grow up affects the way you have sex um i think your personality yeah. has a big no big i think play it does. In it. i think it does so um, it depends on how much emotional intimacy there is. Now, some people, depending on how they're raised, can be more emotionally intimate with somebody that they're with. But some people are emotionally unavailable and they're just in it for the sex. Mm. And that's definitely a product of how you grew up. Me personally, I I don't know if I... Sh- yeah, I'm going to share this. I'm not a very physical person as much as I am emotional. So, like, I'm not... I'm. I, you're not getting dick unless I love you, basically. <laughs> This I dick ain't free. In in conclusion, <laughs> this dick ain't. Yeah. Anyway, did you listen to Kendrick's new album? I only fuck. I I have a fucked attention span. I've only gotten halfway through it. Really? Yeah. But I I really like the first half, and I know the second is better from what other people have said. But that's all. I've Honestly, to. I liked it better than uh, Damn. That's what I've heard too. Mm-hmm. I've heard some mixed reviews, but a lot of people liked it better than Damn. But uh, yeah. So uh, this dick ain't free. Right, right, exactly. And that's it? That's, no. Um, (laughs) It's like, so there's a couple of, this is a clinical psychology thing. I should make it known that I am a psychology student. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's it's pseudoscience, whatever. Shut the fuck up. But uh, the thing is. It's not pseudoscience. There's so many people who call it a soft science. It's research. And it's. You're a soft fucking science if you discredit psychology. Bro, therapy and psychology, very, very dope things. I've been going to therapy for like six months now. I started yeah. in like December. I, no, January, I think. That's good. It's, that shit is fire, bro. Like, and <clears throat> the thing is like, yeah, maybe right now it's like a soft science, I guess. But the thing is like, there's a lot of shit in psychology that's been like being talked, that's been talked about for like many many years Definitely. like like a hundred years that we are only recently able to finally prove right so right. just because we can't prove something as of yet 
doesn't mean it's just bullshit. You feel exactly. me? Exactly. I, I love Carl Jung. I love uh, Sigmund Freud's a weird, but some of the things he said and like had a basis in things and a lot of like the concepts that we get are very legitimate, but it's just hard because you can't put a number on the human experience. That's what I've always been thinking. Bro, yeah, I was about to say like it it psychology stretches out to like I don't I don't mean to get all hippie and shit, but it does stretch out to like spirituality. It does. And all this shit about like energy and like vibes, all this shit, like low like the yeah, you have you heard of the Hawkins scale of like frequencies? I've heard of it. I'm not too familiar, though. So it's like a scale of uh, your vibration as a being, I guess. And uh, it it goes from like 0 to 700. 700 is like enlightenment, which is like what like monks and shit are trying to achieve. Um, but you don't have to be a monk to achieve enlightenment. And then like level 500 is like love. And then there's like the middle regions, which is like the ego, which is like... Uh, it's like... <clears throat> Knowing yourself, kind of? So, the low vibrations is, like, when you're feeling real low and shitty, like, depression, grief, shame, shit like that. And then, like, the the middle area is, like, acceptance, willingness. Like, it's sort of, like, when you start getting the gear going and, like, getting the drive. Jung would have loved this. Carl Jung. I don't know who that is. Okay, Carl Jung. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but Carl Jung is one of like the fathers of psychology. Stuttered under uh, Sigmund Freud. His main thing was archetypes. You might have heard of it, but like, um, you know, like the hero, the antagonist, like different parts of you, who you are. But his main thing was the unconscious. He's the one who came up with the idea of the unconscious and put a lot of idea into spirituality. Basically, um, the more that you grow, the more you uncover with your unconscious, which is the more that you grow spiritually basically and grow as a person uh a lot of people who do like shrooms or maybe lsd yeah that will like you ever gonna try shrooms i i think about it sometimes but i i'm like i'll sell you some right now (laughs) i'm just kidding i'm just kidding i do not have mr fbi i don't joke i don't have possession of a schedule one controlled substance in my home schedule one's a high one right yeah, the highest one. Fuck. I, why the fuck is shrooms in I, Schedule yeah. 1? It makes... Because the definition of Schedule 1 is there is high likelihood of abuse and little to absolutely no medical benefit. Marijuana is also in Schedule 1. Who's making this shit up? Fucking Richard Nixon. Old fuck. Old fucking bitch. Also, Richard Nixon was fucking racist, so fuck you, yeah, dude. fuck you, Nixon. Fucking asshole. Suck my water game. And, yeah, and Reagan was fucking racist, too. Reagan can, like, suck 13 dicks in hell. <clears throat> I'm not a political person at all. I don't know shit about politics, but still, the war on drugs, that shit was not cool, man. Yeah, yeah, the trickle-down theory, the wealth will trickle down. Yeah, no, fuck you. Trickle down these nuts. How yeah, about exactly. that? Fuck you. <laughs> Um, so, uh, what I was saying was, uh, yeah, mushrooms are dope as fuck. If anybody watching does mushrooms, like leave a comment below and it's not just there's, there's so many misconceptions about, um, psychedelics and shit, bro. It's not, it's not about just getting high and seeing cool shit and like, the trees are changing color, dude. It's like you, you take, you take it. At least for me personally, when I take it, bro, it's like because I want to fucking like learn some shit and like heal and like progress. You know what I'm saying? Expand my consciousness. So the unconscious part of you is huge to discover because it's like 
you know, again, it's a part of your growth and it's uncovering the shitty parts of being a human and the parts of your personality that you are unfamiliar with, but can play a very strong part. The shadow self. Yeah, the shadow. That's literally what Jung called it, the shadow. Um, now, I'm bringing this up because I also wanted to ask um, two things. First, taking psychedelics and shrooms and LSD and such will, le- you know, ego death. Mm-hmm. So it'll. the thing is, if you take too much, you can get like psychosis, which... Uh, well no that's not even true it's not if you take so much you'll get psychosis it's only if you're predisposed to like a psychotic break oh like psychedelics can trigger that so i didn't know that. if you were a person who is predisposed to getting like schizophrenia or something a mushroom trip can trigger that and cause a psychotic break that's fucked up but if you're not predisposed to anything like that and like you have then you have nothing to worry about and the more you take and if you have an ego death, if you have an ego death, it's it's really weird. I it's, want you to talk about that actually. I've never had one, but like when as you go up in your dosage of mushrooms, you like feel it getting closer. It's super weird. Like when when you're taking a decent amount of mushrooms, you feel a noticeably less amount of your ego like controlling you. Yeah, can we like go into what So this is my understanding of it. I've always been sober, mm-hmm. but from my understanding, from uh, again, Jung Josh is twenty Jung. years sober. Yeah, I've I've always been sober. Uh, from a Jung perspective, people would say that it's un- uh, discovering your unconscious. From experiences that I've heard, it's like what monks get, where you see things in the bigger picture of things, and you are not because it's ego death. You're combining both your id and your ego, so you can understand yourself much better and your drives and why you are the way that you are without judging them and how you integrate to the rest of society, rest of the world, rest of everything. That's kind of how I was when I was like approaching ego death. But I think when you actually, I don't know, I've never had one. And also when we get into shit like this, where everybody's literally just talking out of their ass because shit is so like, there's so much shit humans can't comprehend that we are literally just like throwing hot dogs down a dark hallway. That's a weird, that's a weird. No, no. I, <laughs> I get what you mean. Really weird. Like, yeah, that was a weird uh, metaphor, but, uh, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, the iceberg. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hot dogs down a dark. I don't. I- okay. So, um, so yeah, basically we're talking out of our ass and don't take this all too seriously, but basically I think when ego death happens, it's so so first when you're at low vibrations, it's me. And then when we're in like middle vibrations, it's us, like you and also the people closest to you. And then when you're at like the highest level, it's everybody. Everybody gets interconnected. And I remember one time when I took mushrooms, I really felt interconnected with everybody. I was standing like at the top of a hiking trail and I was like, bro, we're like every human is made from the same material. Like we all came from the same place. Like we are all, we are all related. We are all love. You know what I'm saying? Like we just, so many people lose sight of it because of like first world problems and the ego and all this shit. But we are all just love. So it some really like, some really hippie shit. Yeah, no, it sounds like hippie shit, but it's a really like good place to strive towards. Are you, it's a good would, way to live your life. Would you say that it like pushes your empathy much more and more? Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh also, weirdly enough, I think weed really helped my empathy because every huh. time I would get high and uh watch like a movie or so I was watching Breaking Bad one time when I was really baked and I remember I was just like empathizing with Skylar 
Walter's wife. Like everybody so finds her annoying as fuck. I know. I usually find her annoying as fuck too. But I was so high, I was like literally like empathi- empathizing the fuck out of her. Like they just got in an argument or something, and I was like, "Yo, this must be crushing her inside." Like, yeah, her whole world is crumbling around her, and she doesn't know why. I was like. That's interesting. I didn't think weed could do that. I didn't think so either, but I remember back in high school, and you can fact check me, I was, I lacked empathy quite a bit. I was definitely a giant fucking douche in high school. I I do believe I've changed for the better, and uh, I try to change for the better, but um, yeah, weed is one of the things that really helped me like see other people's perspectives and like try to feel how they feel in certain situations, and I, it made me realize like, man, like, what am I doing, doing shit, like, at the expense of other people, for example, I used to have a lot of casual sex, and I would do it at the expense of the women, because, like, I don't know, women are much more, in general, much more emotional than men, and sex is much more of an emotional act, and, um, I, at that point in my life, I did not really see it that way, so, I was just, like, having sex at their expense, and just being like, yeah, whatever, but, there's a right place and time for it, of course. Like some people want that, and you have to like make sure you communicate with that. But of course, if I was I was doing a very shitty job at that for sure. I could have done much better at communicating. Like, hey, I don't want a relationship. I don't want to date you. Right, I just right. want to fuck. Right. But um, I have since then. I have been celibate since February. Huh. For for the sole reason of like cutting off casual sex. For the for the reasons of um, I think I had like a weird addiction to casual sex. Uh-huh. It was like, it was like a spike of dopamine. Uh, I was using it to like fill some weird hole within myself, like the a hole where I was missing like love for myself. So I've been trying to find that self love within for the past six seven months or so. I had one slip up back in uh, April. I had one slip up, but. Uh, other than that, I have been celibate, and um, and now I'm no nut too. I'm like completely Whoa. semen retention. Yeah, nice. Because <clears throat> I I find that like sexual energy is the same as like passionate energy. You feel me? So you could channel your sexual energy into like creative shit. That's literally what I'm what we're doing right now. Like, nice. Ever since I went no nut, I've just been like go 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 on the videos. I uploaded a video. What, on Thursday? Did you watch the new video? I thought that was hilarious. I commented on yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I the was like, we should make a fake article. The Jankum like, video? Yeah. Check that out, guys. That was hilarious. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that very much. I enjoyed I, it. When I was editing it, I was like, this is so gross. Everyone's going to fucking hate this. But I guess some people thought it was funny. Bro, my oldest brother, he's like 34. He texted me. He was like, send me the link to your new video. And I was like, first of all, how the fuck did you know? Second of all, I don't think you're going to like it, but here you go. And then he fucking subscribed to me on YouTube. I was like, what the nice. fuck? I was like, well. I sent my brother your video because he thinks your shit is funny. Dude, yeah, sick. Yeah. What do you say? Uh, he hasn't watched it yet because he's been busy. Well, like not really busy, but he's his ADD brain. But, mm-hmm. you know. That's all right. That's all right. I, I understand. I'm not going to lie, bro. That is completely okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like. Sorry, I got really dramatic there. I didn't no, know. No, no. You're good. But, yeah, I. The, the the thing about the creative experience is that it's so all right sorry 
Uh, we're, I'm not going to have this soundboard next episode <laughs> no, no. because th- this is Jaden's, as I mentioned in the last episode, and he's just letting me film with this one more time because it's so fucking convenient because it records everything, all the audio on this thing. Yeah, and the gain is everywhere. and all Yeah, that. and all like the settings and shit, and then I just transfer it to my computer. So it's so convenient because otherwise I would have to have my laptop here and like my interface and like it's a whole fucking mess. Also, I'm going to check the camera really quick to make sure we're still rolling because I'm I'm just a little paranoid, but uh, no, yeah, right. keep talking. Right. The, like the thing about the creative process is this is what I think I was saying. Oh yeah, um, we were talking about like sexual, sexual energy, energy being channeled. Yeah. I've never really felt my any sort of creative creative process of my own being channeled by like sexuality. We good? Yeah, we're all sick. Okay. I I haven't felt like any of my own. Uh, but I I think I'm gonna give it a try. Yeah. So it 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 definitely isn't like you're getting horny to like be creative. No, no. It's not. It's very strange. It's like instead of jerking off, how about I like think of a new idea for a video? You know what I'm saying? It's like finding an alternative. It's it's super weird, and it might not make any fucking sense to anybody. But that's just that's how I see it. I feel like sexual energy is the same as creative energy and if you're not using all your sexual energy up then you can use that for creative shit right right the the thing interestingly enough i think you're much more like familiar with like you we keep using the term like energy and vibes you're much more familiar with that than i am for me it's like i've I'm uh, as far as the spiritual growth thing. I'm at the fucking bottom. I want to make that as clear as possible. I'm like I'm I'm not very healthy. So like hearing this is like trying. Well, to you me- say that, but you probably realize you do a lot of shit that you don't even realize is spiritual. Like, do you know? Like when you get, I'm sure you do a lot of like. Do you meditate ever? I try to daily now, but it doesn't work out as much. But exactly, even the fact that you try to meditate that counts and. It, if do you ever like deal with negative emotion and then you like you sort of like meditate on it so that's the thing i was gonna bring up mindfulness specifically yes that's literally i've been so acid and i'm trying really hard to get good because i have like zero control over my emo- my own emotions <clears throat> for me personally my growth is learning to understand myself and the, to accept it well the thing is you can't really control your emotions that's like a myth that's the thing yeah that's what, what i've tried to learn to tried to learn over the past few year you want to know what i do yeah hang on what the fuck okay sorry i thought somebody was right behind me i think somebody just walked in but um what i do when i'm dealing with a negative emotion for example uh oftentimes i deal with uh like chasing the carrot like for example having like a carrot attached to a stick like on your back in front of you and you like just keep chasing it right right <clears throat> so the idea behind that is like if you can't be happy in the present moment and be satisfied and like content with everything around you then you're never going to find happiness because you're always going to be chasing that carrot but um is this okay by the way like yeah you okay, okay um so uh, oftentimes I'll find myself chasing carrots of like, man, I wish I had more money so I could do more shit. And then I'll catch myself having that thought and being like, all right, take a deep breath. Like <sighs> money does not bring happiness. Money only brings like security, which is a good thing. But I am still like fully capable of being happy and satisfied in the present moment. And then I like, I just like sit on that. And when you feel an emotion come up, like, um, 
For example, if you're feeling kind of like depressed and it just like kind of hits you out of nowhere. What's up, Jaden? He's flexing. Jaden was flexing his watch. It's a nice watch. <coughs> yeah, it's a nice watch. Um, uh, when you have a negative emotion come up, for example, like depression just hits you out of nowhere. What I do is I like, holy fuck. Like, okay. It, what I do is call it's called the name technique. You notice, acknowledge the emotion. So you notice it and then you're like, hello, depression. Welcome back. And then you make space for it. So you like focus on where you feel it on your body because you do feel emotions in your body. And then you like breathe like into the area where you feel it and just like allow it and you like sit with it. And ba- basically the whole idea, damn, this is getting really hippie. My bad, guys. No, no. We- well, actually not my bad. Fuck you. I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about. Um, I like this kind of conversation, <clears throat> so I'm cool with it. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh. And I, I'm not trying to talk about this like I'm a fucking master of my emotions and I never struggle. Of course I fucking do. This is just what I am trying to get better at. Um, so you make space for it. You breathe into it. You sit with it. And then you expand your awareness, which means just like just like being more mindful. And like in, 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 a, in, a, in a moment, you just like try to be present. So you're like, all right, what's five things I see? I see a light. I see a clock. I see a phone. I see a microphone. And then you're like, what do I smell? And then like, what do I hear? Shit like that. Just like kind of like getting you out of your head. Then yeah, it's the same. It's kind of similar to like if you're having. Have you ever had a panic attack? I no, I don't. I don't think so. <clears throat> you ever had just like really bad anxiety yeah. attack out of nowhere? Yeah, I've had like horrible anxiety, and I've tried like methods to ground myself. Yeah, like yeah, exactly grounding. So like you count backwards from a hundred by sevens. You like pay attention to shit you see. Yeah, breathing is yeah a yeah thing for me. yeah. Damn, I don't even know how we got on that topic. We were, um, damn. I I think we were talking, fuck. <laughs> I, I will, okay, I'll, I'll, add, I'll add something to this part of the conversation a little bit. Um, That's a journey that you're going through right now, which is, for you, it's like, you, you've gotten pretty good at life. And it's like a lifelong journey, though. Right. Um, you're going through the, the part where you learn to accept your emotions, being mindful of it. Basically, I don't want to associate with just word, one word mindful because it's a wider thing than that. Um, there are some things that I've discovered about myself and my own spirituality that you probably haven't. And of course, vice versa. The interesting thing is all these interesting experiences that you get from like millions of people are also insanely different, insanely different perspectives. And they've all learned really different things that you can't you usually can't learn until you experience it yourself. So you look out and you're like, God damn, I need to humble myself because there's somebody over here who just went through this insane trauma and they're dealing with it in this way and I'll never deal with that. But I'm over here like crying over my dumb shit. This is just me, honestly. I'm over here crying over dumb shit over here that I can't control. And I like, I try really hard in hard moments to look at that bigger picture of things and remember like, it's just a part of things. And again, Jung with his whole unconscious, like discovering that bigger iceberg of how the human experience goes through things. It's almost very common with everybody, which is what the unconscious is. There's just so much there that you probably couldn't tap into in like five lifetimes, which is really interesting to me. That's my ramble. No, I felt that. I felt that because like it's really easy to just like, I don't know, bro, like. It's easy to talk about shit and like hear about it and be like, oh, I can fucking deal with that, bro. That's not that hard. Right, right. But when you're actually like in it and feeling all that shit, it's a totally different story. And it's like, man, it's tough, bro. 
emotions are a tough thing. Being a human is a very tough existence for sure. But, uh, you know, I'm grateful for it. I enjoy it. I'm just doing my best to enjoy life and shit. And, uh, like when negative emotions come up, like I was, I was feeling big time depressed for like, like a minute. I'm feeling much better nowadays. Thank I'm happy to hear that. Thank goodness. But, uh, and thank you, bro. But yeah, when I was dealing with it, I was just like waking up every day and I was like, all right, this is just like a phase of my life. This is a part of it. I got to do what I got to do to like go through with it and like heal and shit. And then finally I'll get over it. I'll get through it and then I can be happy again. So it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that's definitely a journey that I'm trying to go through right now, which is where I accept that I am a human Mm -hmm. Uh, because oddly enough, my own like my own rejection of my own emotions has been so self-sabotaging in every relationship. And now that I'm finally beginning to see that, I'm like, hey, maybe I should love myself, which is, you know, the corny love yourself thing that you see on every album in the planet. But now that I'm trying to experience it more and more, I'm like, fuck, that's hard. Yeah, yeah, it is hard. It's really, really difficult. And I, I'm not like bragging here, but I consider myself a pretty accomplished person and I still fucking hate myself. It's ri- <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's it's (laughs) i just noticed the way that it ruins so many of my relationships just because i'm so in my own head about shit and i'm like i need to be there for this person sometimes even if i'm a bit of a dickhead but Mm -hmm. that's like a hard thing that i've had to learn no and um do you know what the law of attraction is yeah yeah bro like that shit is so true like i'm i'm mostly talking about the fact that uh if you like strongly desire something if you have like a, a like a deep want for something, it it will not come to you because when you want something really bad, it's coming from a place of like I lack I lack this thing. So if you're like, I want love, I want a girlfriend. Oh my god, I bet a lot of fucking people listening to this are like relating to this right now. If you are like, oh my god, I want love, I want a good relationship, I just want I want to find my soulmate, dude. It's not gonna fucking happen. Because you need to be at a place where you are, you have love for yourself, within yourself, for your friends, for your family. You can't find love if you don't have it to begin with. This is really spiritual shit and really like, it's God's plan shit like that. But I truly, truly believe this shit because if you think about it, like, um, it's always when people are doing like really well by themselves in life when love comes their way yeah exactly you can't go chasing when you're totally like satisfied and having a great time being single and you're happy and you're like accomplished with your passions and shit like that that's when like you fucking meet that person and that's that's a big thing i've been struggling with personally because sometimes i do have that deep want for oh i just want a relationship dude i just want i just want a girl to play with my hair some, that happens, and I, that's what—that's one of the carrots that I chase sometimes. And whenever I find myself like desiring that shit, I just take a moment. I'm like, "All right, deep breath. I have all the love that I need within myself. I do not need a big booty Latina to stroke my hair to feel love. You know what I'm saying? Y- yeah. Or uh, no, I get—I get exactly yeah. what you're saying. Like me personally, I'm avoiding a relationship right now because. <clears throat> I'm pretty fucking toxic. I will not lie. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, you have to do a lot of healing before you're Definitely. ready to meet your soulmate or whatever. Because I'm not going to lie. Every time I get, like, even, like, slightly to approach to a relationship, all of, like, the issues I have in relationships start surfacing. And I'm like... No, I'm the same. And I'm like, yo, I got a lot of shit to work on. Like, 
I overthink way too much. Um, fucking like I need to, I need to get better at like finding a balance between like distance and intimacy, you know, because you can't be like intimate all the fucking time. The other person will feel smothered. And another thing I heard about this shit is, um, there's like only one fundamental like human need that's higher than love and it's freedom. And that's why if you ever are like trying to attract a woman or if you're a woman and trying to attract a man or fucking it doesn't matter a dude trying to attract a dude, whatever. If you're trying to attract somebody and you're trying to like talk to them, like text them, whatever, if you are way too much and way too clingy and like showing way too much attention, it drives them away every fucking time. Unless you're talking to somebody who's like kind of like weird and like kind of kind of crazy and kind of like loves feeling like people are obsessed with them which Uh, does happen it's kind of a red flag but yeah Yeah, it it does happen but if you are talking to like uh let's say a person who is not like that and you are like just being way too much way too clingy putting way too much attention on them and shit it's gonna drive them away because they feel fucking smothered they feel like their freedom is being infringed on Right, right. I have felt this firsthand. When when a woman is way too fucking clingy, it's like you just get that feeling. You're just like, ugh, stop. Just let me like jerk off or whatever. Fuck. You don't. Yeah, feeling like you're tied down to something is it's fucked up. It's kind of scary when you initially have such intimacy with a person and then it gets like unbalanced. I'm gonna bring two different sides to this coin though. On one end, um, the thing about relationships is that they're also something you can grow from. So. We're we're both like twenty, um, and like, so we we know fuck all. I'm gonna make that clear. We know fuck all, and I don't think twenty year old males are mature at all. So we have a lot to grow on, but that doesn't mean that we are not allowed to experience things. I think that a lot of the relationships I've had in my life have been things that I've grown so much from. It's all it's all like preparation. Um, yeah, uh, it's a good way of putting that. Uh, and uh, you learn about yourself from every human interaction that you get. And that was one part of it. Um, so not, I'm not saying like, oh, if you have a flaw, don't get close to anybody. That's not the case. That's going to like ruin you as a human because you need other people. But you also need to completely understand that you need to communicate with the other person first. And second, accept your own flaws to the point where you're willing to either work around them. Acknowledge fix them. Or, them yeah. Acknowledge your flaws and say, I do have this issue and I'm trying to work on it. Yeah. Because if you're just fucking like defensive as fuck and you're just like, no, and you're just, then you're just going to be a fucking really unpleasant right. person to talk to and be around and you're going to be an awful lover. You got to, I know when somebody calls you out on some shit and you're like a little insecure about it, it does, you get that feeling where you instantly want to like defend and you're like, no, right. fuck you. But, you got to take a moment like, why am I insecure first? Yeah. Second. Because it's, fu- why are you insecure? Because it's true. Because right. what they said is fucking true. But that doesn't mean you need to hate yourself for it, but you got to understand And it doesn't mean it. you got to attack the other right. person. It means you should acknowledge it and be like, you're right. I should work on this. I'm sorry. That's something I feel like I've been getting better at because I remember in high school and shit when someone would be like, yo, dude, and say some shit. I'd be like, no, that's not true. I feel like I'm, I've been getting better at like thinking about it and i'm like you know what you're right you know i oddly enough i find myself at the opposite end of that where i like literally am so self-critical about everything and it completely blinds me to the things i've done for the other person but that's also really unhealthy because now i'm 
restricting myself from a growing and b helping those around me also the thing about like literally rejecting things from other people shows a clear and obvious hatred towards you like unacceptance of yourself is a very big problem it's a catastrophe like looking at yourself and not accepting who you are trying to be somebody else essentially lying bro you should take some mushrooms honestly that that that'll sort your shit right out <laughs> like it's crazy mushrooms will show you what you need to see not what you want to see right right and it's no it's you uh, it's fucking crazy the first Jung's time unconscious i'm sorry i keep bringing up carl jung but it's his unconscious theory bro no like if you take mushrooms like the first time i did not the first time, the second time, because the first time I didn't take that much and it didn't really hit that much. The second time I took mushrooms, I I got faced with some trauma and some shit in my head that I didn't even know about. I didn't even know I was still like hurt over this shit that happened like two years prior. I was like, holy fuck, I'm still thinking about this. And then I like took the next like three hours and I was talking to my trip sitter. Shout out Aliceberg if you're watching. Probably not. That's okay though. Um <clears throat> And I, we just like I talked through everything. It was fucking insane, bro. Like you know how some uh, therapists do like guided um, ketamine treatment for like depression yeah. and PTSD. Right, right. It felt exactly real. like that shit. It was crazy. And by the end of it, like I felt so much weight off my shoulders. Like it was fucking crazy, bro. Your experiences when you're young take a toll on you. Like literally, um, did I tell you about being a assistant for a therapist for sexual offenders what no okay i'll, I'll make this very, <laughs> i'll make this very quick i worked with a psychotherapist clinical psychotherapist that works with sexual offenders uh who have been convicted bro we worked with sex offenders at the homeless shelter we did all right we'll what talk was about the num- that what was the number of people in the mrc that were sex offenders on the registry it was like 33 god damn anyway <laughs> um so i like i worked with them and it was interesting because they have their own individual therapists and it's really interesting because they all were able, not all of them, the ones who actually gave a shit, were able to tie back the reason they were that the way they were to traumas when they were young that they completely forgot about. There was one guy I know who was like, yeah, I got rejected in the fifth grade. I thought that was stupid as shit to be sat over, but now it's affecting me and I literally touched a little girl because of it. And see, it's fucked. The tiniest things that you don't pay attention to will take a toll on you later in That's life. That's fucked up, man. It's scary. And when you reject that part of yourself then it's going to build up. And I know there are things that I'm rejecting right now that I really need to face. And I feel like a lot of people do know, but they have a hard time stepping towards it because A, it's a hard thing to do. It's very hard. Or B, it's, I mean, yeah, it's not in your nature and it's very hard. Or B, a lot of the time it's still dug into people's unconscious. Like they have a hard time understanding that it's there, which is fair enough and it's a part of growth. But Knowing that there's so much under that iceberg can be scary, but it also gives you a piece, like a little bit of peace, knowing that I am the way that I am, and that's fine because I'm on my journey. But that's my ramble. Fucking Carl Jung can fuck himself because now I can't stop talking about him. Hate that guy. Was he handsome? I mean, I only saw old pictures of him, so he looked like an old man. But I don't know if he's handsome. If he was handsome when he was young. Damn. I could look it up at some Le- point. That's okay. We don't need to. <laughs> no, we don't need <laughs> Do you want to do a tarot card reading? Yeah, I'm down. Fuck, right. We're already 43 minutes in. Yeah, no, that God. flew by. What, didn't it? My fault. Yeah, yeah. It, it flew by pretty quick. I kept looking and I'm like, oh, 20 minutes. Oh, 43. Yeah, no, holy fuck. I, like, yeah, no, it's crazy how fast this shit goes by. We'll record till like what, like an hour five because we had like five minutes of like getting shit set up. Right, right, right. So we got like 
20 minutes. Okay. Okay. Um, damn, bro. We didn't even need the talking points. We just fucking went. That was sick. That was that was great. We're completely sober, too. I love this. I'm not going to lie, bro. I don't know. Being sober kind of makes me more talkative. When I'm, when I'm baked, I'm kind of just like, well, it depends on the mood. Because sometimes when I'm baked, I'll be like, yo, dude, like, why are they called buildings if they've already been built? But sometimes, like, I'm just, like, really high and I'm just, like, really relaxed. You know, I don't know. Let's do a tarot card reading. All right, sick. Sorry, we're going to move around. Okay. Are we going to need a table or can we just... I'm just going to do it right here on this couch cushion. I'm a little scared because I know, like... I don't know how much I believe in tarot cards, but I do know that, like, it... The reason... Okay, this is my theory while you set this up. My theory is that the reason people love astrology, tarot cards, fucking, like personality types on what harry potter character you are the reason people love that shit so much is because it reveals to them a part of themselves that they need to confront human unconscious fucking jung i keep saying it over and over because it's lit it's been in the back of my mind for ages but it shows you part of the human experience that other people experience too and it forces you to look at it from that perspective so when people see things it's like oh you feel like this towards a certain friend they apply themselves to it and they're like who's the friend it's thinking about and it's like you have a conflict because of this and you're like where could this conflict be and then they dig it out which they didn't think about before they dig it out and they think about it for a bit and they go fuck i didn't even realize until now that's one of my like that's my rationale towards it i think that there is a spiritual element to to it too that i know fuck all about but i think it's like that's one of the reasons i've enjoyed and things like tarot card readings lately that that was a pretty good assessment. Um, with tarot cards, uh, the 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 messages on the cards are a little, I wouldn't say like vague, but they are up to interpretation. Right. With oracle cards, which is kind of like tarot cards, but it's much more like just like simple, plain answer in your face, like you got molested, like shit like that, like oh damn, <laughs> you got the molested card, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so fucked up <laughs> oh you got the sexual assault card damn it you're um, you're with your girl and she's like hey let's try this out maybe we can find something about our relationship <laughs> and then you just remember oh that's fucked up that, that is fucked that's, up that's crazy though um yeah but yeah no with oracle cards it's much more like in your face like oh that's the answer that's what i need to do with uh tarot cards uh the the way it's designed is to be just like one deck of cards to to answer almost any question you can think of and because of that it is a little bit more up to interpretation look right if you're watching this and you're like this shit is bullshit fuck tarot fuck spirituality you're all fucking stupid and gay that's okay you can feel that way um but like just just watch just just enjoy like you don't have to get defensive or yeah. you know get too attached or whatever just maybe that says something about you huh yeah just just watch you know the, the funny thing is Dan, i think you were that kind of person in high school like you're, you're like fucking spirituality what and i wasn't though i actually weren't? um in high school i was like religious i was like a christian oh. Right, right. Okay. Okay. I was I was thinking about that the wrong way then. Yeah, because I I was an altar boy in the Orthodox Church from ages like nine to eighteen. But in the Orthodox Church, the priests are allowed to get married, so I didn't get molested. So that's dope. I'm glad you finished it. On unless that note. unless I haven't remembered it yet, maybe I'll pull the molested card. I don't know. Uh, cut the deck. Okay. At any point. Just anywhere. Yep. That looks great. All right. Great. Okay, so I'm going to give you three cards. One will be the super consciousness, which is like your life path, your soul path, like your life's purpose, why you're here. 
And then we got the consciousness card, which is what you're thinking about. And then the subconsciousness card. So, so life path, what I'm thinking about, and what's subconsciousness? Yeah. What it, wait, what is, like, just subconscious? Yeah, just what you're, like, what's going on in your subconscious mind okay. as of today. As of today, okay. As of, like, right now. All right, so what you're thinking about is the hermit in reverse. For fuck's sake. Last time <clears> I got a tarot card reading, I got the hermit, too. In reverse? I don't know if it was in reverse, but I got the hermit. That's crazy. Okay, it says... If you feel lost or confused, go within. Trust that your path will become clear when you connect with yourself on a soul level. Be careful not to get lost in a deeply spiritual path, disconnecting from the outer world. I don't know. What does that mean? Does that mean anything to you? This might be a dog shit reading because we are no, on camera. No, it's all good. For the love of God. No, this is a pretty good call out where it's just telling me it's like. You feel lost yeah. and confused? Stay in. Re yeah, basically stay in reality for me. It's it's like a mix of things. Yeah, no, it, you you do have to sort of like find the balance between like thinking about like spiritual shit and like psychology shit, thinking about your thoughts and your emotions and dealing with all that shit. But you also got to remember, we do live in a three D world. You got to right. make sure you're like still living in the real world that you are existing in. The human, I said this before, but like consciousness and the human experience is the biggest anomaly that there is because it is literally, it doesn't fit into any mathematical equation like the rest of physics, chemistry, or like even biology. You cannot fucking limit us to ATP and shit. I don't know what that, like you can't limit us to DNA. Like you can't, it's not that. It, the human experience is so much more. So on my end, I'm learning to balance that. And I can see parts of myself where it's like affecting me. And fucking hate being a psychology student that's all i can think about but yeah it's speaking like, of hating being a student this one says external pressure is weighing you down leaving you doubting yourself and whether everything is worth it don't let your doubts get to you own your position don't censor yourself to keep other people happy does that mean anything to you <laughs> yeah it's like you feeling a lot of pressure with school and shit not with school i fucking love school i i said i hate being a psychology student because now i literally see everything in the lens of psychology which mm, yeah that does sound annoying and like you'll just be hanging out with your friends at a party and you'll be like you guys want to know the psychological reason why he just did that yeah after no, a, I'm, after, I'm a that dude, guy. after a dude just beer bongs and everyone's like bro shut the fuck <laughs> no he wants to get drunk that's why he beer bonged josh jesus it's like oh man your father it's not because of his daddy issues he wants to get fucked to up do that. your father loved to do that didn't he and he goes shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that's funny yeah um I think the external pressures, though, come from, I think, the the um, ideals I've made up for myself. Dude, that's a, that's a big thing. Which is external. Have you heard the saying that um, all suffering in life is because of attachment? I've, I haven't heard that saying, but I can certainly see it. Attachment to stories you make up in your head, to expectations for yourself, to outcomes that, like, attachment to outcomes, attachment to people... This is Zen Buddhism, isn't it? I like, don't, I don't, I don't okay, know. Yeah. Probably. Probably. There's a lot of shit that I like learn about that also happens to be like part of Buddhism, part of Hinduism, but right. but I don't I'm not I wouldn't call myself any religion. I'm not I'm not into organized religion because I feel like organized religion is founded in for the purpose of control rather than enabling people to uh expand their consciousness and shit. Because if you think about it, religion was founded <coughs> to like 2,000, 3,000 years ago, whatever. And it was founded because there was like priests and shit who knew how to read 
and could read the Bible or whatever, or the Quran or whatever. But most of the people in the world didn't know how to read. They didn't have access to like the books or whatever. So they would need a priest or somebody to like teach them the words of God or whatever. But now that everybody can fucking read and everybody has access to a Bible and all that shit, why does organized religion exist? I don't think it's a terrible thing because it's a good community and it's really important for humans to have community and have a tribe and have a place where they feel like they belong. But it's just not for me because I always said when I was a Christian, like, I don't understand why we need to go to church. Like, I can just worship at home on my own terms. I really don't understand why we need to go somewhere on Sundays and dress nice. It makes no fucking sense to me. Rituals never made sense to me either. So, that's my hot take on religion. Um, I'm not necessarily against religion. I just feel like it's based in a place where it's sort of trying to have a position of power. And I feel like eventually as humans evolve we will probably see organized religion dissipate okay at least that's that's my theory that's my thought could be complete bullshit don't take me so seriously damn we are really getting into like the the really sensitive topics today that's okay though that's what that's what casting couch is about man all right yeah if i'm ever on here again we can talk about like i don't know fucking minecraft or something yeah yeah okay uh here we have the uh, soul card, the super consciousness card, and it says, you've been rapidly growing and expanding. Now it's time to pause and celebrate what you have achieved. Enjoy the fruits of your labor. A wedding, a birthday, homecoming, family get-together may also be in the cards. That's interesting because I, I can, <clears throat> I have a hard time celebrating things these days. I literally go, oh, that's great. I, I need to still do this though. <laughs> I but uh, one thing is, my brother called me out on this. He goes, I'm so jealous that you have a whiteboard in your room and you can cross things off and have like a dopamine like rush from it. I go, what? He goes, listen, every time I have a whiteboard and I try to cross something off, it doesn't do anything for me. I'm just like, okay, cool. I just think of the next thing on the list. And he, this is what he, this is like almost what he said word for word. He goes, you could cross something off of your to-do list. And go, let me distance myself from the mic. You can tr- cross something off and go, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, and go fucking insane about it. And I go, yeah. He goes, I fucking hate you for that. <laughs> Wait, you really can do that? Like every time you cross something off, you I like, get, just bust a nut? I get happy over the fact that I finished something. And You know, I do feel that. Like every time yeah. I get done unloading the dishes, I'm like, damn, I'm this shit, dude. This yeah, exactly. Fuck yeah. You go like, okay, I am, I'm not just a lazy I'm not a shit. piece of shit. I yeah. unloaded the dishes today. It's a good feeling. Now, I, I think I do need to like focus more on the part where I can be glad of the progress I've made. I know, I know I've grown as a person in certain ways, and I think I have a lot of growth left to do. But oddly enough, I look at myself and I'm like, okay, now I'm a mildly decent human. And I don't really acknowledge that I've had growth. Yeah, it is important to like maybe look at videos of yourself in the past or like look at like Snapchat memories or something in the past and be like, wow, I used to be so different. I used to think so differently or like look at old text messages and just appreciate the evolution you've had. Yeah, I'm realizing how much I, me personally, and this is a very nutshell statement. So this I'm compacting it into as much of a summary as I can, but I'm realizing that I have a role in other people's lives and I have a role in things in general, and that I should probably get my head out of my ass for once and think... Yeah, dude, this podcast wouldn't be happening without you. You are an equal part of this. That's what I enjoy thinking. Like, now that I know that I'm like, I have something to contribute, 
it's kind of weird. I, I talked to you about this just a minute ago. I was thinking of actually making my, I have a YouTube channel, but it's just like a compilation of videos. He's good. He's good at editing videos. Thank you. I, I'm thinking of genuinely like making something that where I can share myself. So like something similar to my channel. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, it's like, it's hard because I look at myself and I'm like, I, I'm pretty fucking boring, but I bet there are th- things that I can contribute to the world. You're not boring. You're not a boring person at all. Like all your vlogs, like those, those, those are fire, bro. Thank you. Thank you. I, I initially, it's odd. I initially made them for the sake of like giving my friends something to look on. Cause you know, I'm the one behind the camera. People like me in front of the camera sometimes. And I, I want to give them something to look back upon. But as I did it, people were like, Hey, when's the next one? And I'm like, yeah, you guys like this? Yeah. Why? Yeah. No, I get that. I get that. Like, it it feels good when you hear shit like that, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. People go like, yeah. Sometimes people go up to me and they're like, yeah. No, I still watch like like oh eight or something. And I'm Bro, like, yeah, oh eight was, was like, fire. <laughs> I'm glad you guys like that one. I'm like, that was like two years ago. And they're like, yeah, but it was a good time. Uh, yeah. I, also, I think it has to do with like being a vain piece of shit because I, I I like the I think. I think it's 08 or 09 where I'm like in half the fucking video. You're in a good amount. Yeah. yeah and I yeah. fucking, I love that video, bro. I think it's just cause I like to suck my own dick, but you know, that's normal. It's, I don't think it's that as much as it is. You're like, wow, I'm part of this social thing and I'm enjoying it. And these people are enjoying my, my, like it, it, you see yourself from a more like, I don't want to say objective standpoint, but not from, I see yourself. myself from other people's perspectives. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I don't know, bro. I think I just I just like to entertain people, you know. It just feels good. I like like that's why I did stand up. That's why I make YouTube Your videos funny, and shit. Dude. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. Um I don't know. I just I feel like entertaining people is a like a really it's a good way to like spread happiness and like joy and like uplift people, but I'm not necessarily like starting foundations and like providing water to the kids in Africa and shit. Like, I mean, I could do that. That could be in the cards. If I, if I ever make money off this shit, that'd be fire. But you know, it's just a way to do what I can and spread positivity with the resources that I have. No, that's a really good point. Now <clears throat> I'm going to quote Dr. Jordan Peterson. And if you hate him, God that's damn, great. Yeah, quoting fucking, so many fucking, I, <laughs> so Pete Peterson's a very controversial figure. Uh, I think he's weird as shit. Sometimes I'm not going to give my opinion on him because he's weird. But one of the things he said is that without you, the world is a darker place and you have a light to contribute to the rest of it. So make sure you can contribute that light, no matter who you are. And I, I, I remember hearing that and I'm like, fuck are you talking about man children in africa are still going to be starving if i make like two or three people laugh but no the two or three people that i make laugh get something from that and the human experience is still a human experience yeah i know i quote a shit ton of people sorry but (laughs) we get it you study psychology (laughs) fuck this doesn't mean we get it i have daddy issues (laughs) jesus no (laughs) peterson by the way you're weird as shit but some of the things you say is cool. Yeah, fuck Peterson. Fuck you, Peterson. JP, suck my... Never mind. We should drive by Peterson. Is he dead? No, he's he's he's, he's very much alive. and he's. He, we should find his address he's and very, drive by him. He's very politically charged. That's the problem. Mm. So you have like some people calling him a neo-Nazi, and I'm like, he's just a like clinical psychologist. Mm. I don't get it. Mm. Hello, sir. What's up, Jaden? Um, okay, wow. So we've been rolling for, what, like 55 minutes? 
Yeah. Let's yeah. check out the talking points. We can rapid fire through these. Okay, I have something to ask you. Okay, first of all, are you okay with me mentioning your allergy? Which one? Your peanut. Wait, what? You have multiple? I'm allergic to fucking everything. <clears throat> oh shit. Well, okay. food, food allergy wise, it's like nuts. But yeah, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, like, how does it feel like living your life knowing that a peanut could kill you at any moment? Did I tell you I went to the ER in December? What? No. Yeah. No, I, I fucking like. I was like, no, I'm fine, guys, and I'm like heart- having trouble breathing. They're like, we're taking you to the emergency room, and I was so mad because I miss Christmas lights with my friends, which is like a yearly thing. Why don't you just like EpiPen your shit? I didn't have it with me. Oh, you goof. Yeah, I know. I know. I literally ate a piece of cheesecake with like peanut dust on it. Oh, yeah. See, yeah, no, I hate it. I it's terrible. I don't know what part of our evolution or when God created us or whatever you believe in. I don't know what. Yeah, what why part. the fuck can a peanut kill you? I don't yeah. get it. Grass, trees, horses, fucking air. I don't understand. Wait, you're allergic to air? Yeah, yeah. H- <laughs> like, fucking no. <laughs> Wait, so you're allergic to horses? I'm allergic to like everything in the environment. I literally got a test. You know the prick test they do on your back? Uh huh. I got, I got it like three days ago they also drew my blood you can see the mark and they're like junkie yeah, you're, you're allergic to like everything and i'm like yeah they're like here's a list like, oh bro and horses was on the list horses dogs cats <laughs> all types you of have like, a dog i know that's the thing i don't give a shit i love dogs so is the allergy just like not that severe it's so- pretty severe if i put like if i touch my dog and i touch my face i'm probably gonna like start like getting itchy eyes and sneezing yo it's ridiculous so I always wash my hands after I touch an animal. Fuck, man, that sucks. I'm really sorry. It's cool. I, I'm at least I, you got good biceps. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, I was yeah. gonna say, bro, I could tell you've been lifting. You're looking kind of beefy. I appreciate. I, I saw it. you wearing a tank top. I was like, this is a this is a new thing. No, I I've been wearing a tank top for a minute, and uh, it started out because like, I, I, it was for a pretty vain reason at first. I'm like, hey, I actually good look good. Mm-hmm. But now it's just really hot, so I it is. I just wear it everywhere. It is hot as fuck. The lower the lumbar sweat is getting out of control. Yeah, but what I was gonna say, why I wanted to bring up your peanut allergy is like, do you think celebrities try to keep their allergies like secret because like they don't want someone mailing a box of peanuts to their PO box and then they just fucking die? Um, maybe. I mean, like a lot of allergies are super sensitive to the point where they breathe in the same air and they i'm not like that if i ingest it it's a problem but not like if i you know but um there's some guys that like are pretty you know vince staples Mm -hmm. he has like wait the rapper yeah yeah no he he has like pretty bad asthma he tells people to stop smoking weed at his shows really yeah and i guess like hit an inhaler like mid-concert yeah probably he's like my lungs fucking suck dude and i'm like that sucks bro He's rapping about like being a crib and he's like, yeah, I got asthma. Bro, yeah. Well, I imagine it's just like some fucking teenager like just mailing a YouTuber like just a package of open peanut dust or something. And then the next thing they know, there's like a fucking video from like one of the YouTuber's relatives and they're like, hey guys, unfortunately, um, fucking OG Trap Star 69 has passed away. He, um, he went into anaphylaxis anaphylaxis after uh opening a package that had peanuts in it from his p.o box so um we're gonna start a gofundme for his funeral um and then the dude who sent that shit is just like oh fuck he wasn't kidding i fucking killed this guy yeah that that would be pretty terrible no bro i i don't know why the fuck i had that thought that's a weird thought no no that's fair 
any other interest. Okay, yeah, we we used to work together at the homeless shelter. We did MRC. So, yeah. So the the men's homeless shelter. Um, we only worked together for like a couple hours because I had to stay after a shift. Because you worked swings. so yeah, we worked we yeah. worked different shifts. So Josh worked the morning shift. I worked the swing shift. Yeah. Um. Uh, also, yeah, I just barely quit that job. Yesterday was my last day. Oh, okay. So yeah. I was there for over a year. Damn. How long were you there? I was only there for eight months. Okay, still quite a decent amount of time. And you were at uh, like the Comfort Inn, like quarantine place for yeah, a while. Yeah, which all we did was yell at old people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, interesting. But I wanted to bring up, uh, I'm going to give him a fake name because this guy is literally no longer alive. Uh, Delfonso. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I remember that. God damn so it. this guy named Delfonso at the homeless shelter. He was like this old Mexican dude in a wheelchair. He was a fucking dick, bro. But sometimes he was funny. I'm not going to lie. There were times. Sometimes he would like just roll up to the staff and one of them would be like, I'm tired. And then he'd be like, yo, why are you tired? You guys don't do shit. And, I, <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. I would laugh when he would say shit like that. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of the times he was just fucking annoying. Bro. No, like, he, he yeah. would just roll his wheelchair into like the restricted area where it's like security only. And you'd be like, bro, you have to fucking move. You have to leave. And he would just like look at you and be like. He would act like I can't say that word. He would act. Like, he cannot comprehend, comprehend things at yeah. the most ridiculous moments. One time, he was literally just sitting there, and he just fucking leaned over and puked, and then he just, like, rolled off and just left, and he didn't tell anyone. And I was like, what a fucking dick, bro. Fuck this guy. I remember I used to get so angry every time I saw him. You remember, you remember um, fuck it, I'm just going to say his name. Remember Manny in The Walker? I think I do. The old Mexican guy who always got mad at security when we'd like search through his things. He'd be like, I'm on probation, motherfucker. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a fucking chomo. He's a child molester like on the on the sex offender registry. So fuck you, Manny. I don't give a fuck about doxing you because fuck you. Um, But yeah, Delfonso was like... We should, we should like, probably censor out the name of the place we worked. I'm realizing I said like, you know... Uh, we don't work there anymore. Fair. If If we blow up. And like if this podcast We're gonna act like up. we don't know nobody. Exactly. Really, nigga? Oh, uh, that was the wrong one. I meant it. There it is. There it is. Huh? Which one? Oh <laughs> shit. Is that the Fortnite? That was good. <laughs> the, that was good. That's a good one. Did you add new ones? Just that one? Okay. That's nice. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I might censor a couple things. It's just, it just sounds like a lot of work. Sounds like a lot of editing. But yeah, that's, I didn't want to do that. No, that's too, okay I, because it was in like the last five minutes, so I can just cut to the end and awesome. edit that yeah, shit yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I'm really not too worried about it. But um, yeah. So uh, Delfonso had like liver problems or something. That's what it was. Uh, yeah. Okay. No, I don't. I don't remember. <clears throat> so. Or like kidney problems, something like that. What I always get kidneys and liver mixed up. Me too. I I just have to remember the kidney is the one that like filters shit, right? The beans. The beans, yeah, yeah. But the liver also filters shit. Oh, yeah. So that's why I always get them fucking mixed up. But anyways, um yeah, so one day I came to work and then I got told they were like, Oh uh, yeah, Delfonso passed away from uh like liver failure or something. And then I texted Josh and I was like, Yo, Delfonso fucking died. <laughs> 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 I said that word for word, and the, the text is still saved in our Snapchat. It's funny as fuck. I see it. <laughs> I, remember, I remember seeing that and like losing my shit. And now that you bring it up again, I want. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way he said it. <laughs> it's not that funny. You just. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, it's kind of fucked up. Sorry, rest in I, peace to Delfonso. Yeah, rest in peace, dude. Oh, I'm but sorry. You, but he, he was a fucking dick. So. He was. But I, the reason it was so funny is because literally like every time I would see Josh at shift change, because we had shift change before it would switch from day to the swing, like yeah. we would talk for like 10 minutes. And I would always be like, is Delfonso being a fucking dick bag again today? And I would just be fucked. Like, I don't know, bro. He, he just made me so fucking angry. Yeah. So when I found out, it was just like, <laughs> it was like, I don't know, bro. You, you have no idea how hard I laughed when I first saw that. It's just the way you phrased it. I'm still laughing. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to, if there's a hell, I'm going there for laughing at this. But wait, can yeah, you no. can you actually like take a screenshot of it and text it to me so I can put it up on the screen when I edit this? Oh, I don't have Snap, but I can reinstall it and find it. Yeah, I yeah. also don't have Snapchat. Okay, yeah. Why, I can, why are you not on Snap? Because mental health? Yeah, I'm not on Instagram either. Anymore. Me neither. Hey, all right, yeah. Damn, we should kiss. I mean, that's good, bro. I'm, I'm yeah, happy yeah. for you. Yeah, no, I get addicted to shit. That's part uh-huh. of it. And yeah, it's Dopamine like, overload, yeah. Yeah, I, I bought a Nokia too. I haven't You bought a flip phone? Over. Yeah. No, it's not a flip phone. It's like, it's kind of like Bricks? yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't switched over yet because like I've been using my phone a lot for like reading ebooks and shit, but- well, it's, you can just switch over and um, like you can still use your phone at home on Wi-Fi and yeah, shit. Yeah, and that's what I should that's be what, doing. That's what I was doing for a while. I had a flip phone. Um, yeah, I had to get a new phone because the Nokia, like AT&T no longer fucking provided like 3G internet. So the Nokia literally stopped working. So I had to buy, oh, a, that's ridiculous. I had to buy an AT&T flip phone. But it was still cool. And the flip phone actually had internet so i watched porn on the flip phone one time Jaden has a video of it that was sick didn't i'll play that on the screen if i can get it (laughs) (laughs) didn't wait who texted who texted you the video what was it um the the foster's home for imaginary friends yeah no i just went on pornhub on my phone was that? I yeah. remember. That yeah. Was the, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I thought um, somebody texted it to you because no. the, the quality was horrible. No, that was straight surfing the internet. It was sick. Yeah, that's the <laughs> one. You guys can't see it, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Jaden, are we still rolling on video? Can you check? Oh, thank God. Awesome. Beautiful. Fucking beautiful. That's funny. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, I've also been off Snapchat and Instagram for a minute. I'm it's not going to lie. When I get drunk or high sometimes, I'm I, I'm like, ooh, Snapchat sounds fun. And then it reminds me, like, the original purpose of the app, like, to have fun and talk to your friends. Like, ooh, this is fun. But then, like, like after maybe, like, a couple hours, it goes back to the old, like, oh, this is, like, back to being just an addiction. Yeah, yeah. I'll have, like, a month on and then a month <clears throat> off. But recently, I think, yeah, I think I'm going to stay off it for a while because... The thing is, on on half of it is a reason. Like half of the reason is because I talk to people on there, and I have a lot of friends on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. But lately, I figured out people give a shit about me outside of like like they ask for my phone number so they can stay in contact, and that's a good feeling. Yeah. So yeah, that's sad. No, I feel that hundred percent. And I I realize whenever I re-download Snapchat and I like look at stories, and I, I feel I have this weird feeling like. Like oh fuck I'm missing out like crazy right. shit is happening FOMO yeah and then I read and then I download Snapchat and I look at people's stories and it's like the same old dumb shit it's just like you know just like women posting their ass cheeks and Shannon posting some dumb shit and I'm like okay never mind I'm I'm not missing out on anything yeah everything yeah. is literally the same um shout out Shannon Shannon get on an episode with me that'd be sick stream Shannon I mean like yeah I I think that. <clears throat> 
interestingly enough that you, you I think you and I are at the same phase where you realize you don't necessarily need to be involved in everything, every social part to grow. <laughs> Obviously. Bro, I'm not gonna lie. You know how I used to be like a real big party guy, and I yeah, used yeah. to, yeah. That I have not been to a party in months, and I have no interest in it anymore. Yeah, okay. It's super weird. I don't know what it is. I'm just uh, like outgrowing that fucking part. I guess I don't. I don't know. It's super weird. I really don't have an interest in getting drunk with a bunch of people anymore. That's very. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't know what it's like. Again, I, I I've always been clean. Sorry, but uh, fucking. <laughs> Wait, but you said didn't you say you want to get drunk at the end of the year? Wait, yeah. don't you turn twenty one at the end of the year or something? I turned twenty one in January. Oh, next so year. Next. So year. you're gonna get drunk a month before you're legal? No, no. I was I was saying like maybe at the end of the month because my friends are going. Oh, the end down. of the month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna get drunk in the woods. It's yeah. Oh, that'd be sick. Because they were like, you know what? We need to see your tolerance if you're like an if you're like a sappy drunk or an angry drunk. And I'm like, I don't know if you guys want to see that. I don't think you'll be an angry drunk. You might be a sappy drunk. You might get drunk and be like, I fucking love you guys so much. I, I think that's what you I'm going to be. Or you might, get, you might be a sad drunk and you might be like, nothing fucking matters. That's what I'm scared of. Because like, <laughs> if I drink at the wrong time and I'm already depressed, yeah. it'll spiral me. That's what I don't want. I think that's any substance. If you're feeling down or like worrying about some shit and you take any substance it kind of like maybe some substances like make you escape sort of and that's how addiction happens and right. shit, very bad but a lot of fear of a loss of control a lot of the times if i get high and i'm like stressed about something fucking like it'll just make it 10 times worse and i'll just be thinking about it non-stop yeah and it's just like i regret doing this no that totally makes sense and yeah, that loss of control thing. I'm like, if I wake up the next morning and I'm like, oh God, I drunk text, texted this girl and it's just like a bunch I, of... that. I feel like that won't happen in the beginning. That That's more of an advanced alcoholic okay, thing. Okay. I know fuck all about it, so you know. Yeah, yeah. Usually, if you if it's your first time, you'll probably have a good time and you'll just be like enjoying yourself. I think, I think you'll yeah. have fun. Um, it's a good social lubricant for sure. Uh, the, the rule of thumb, I would say, is like don't take a substance to have a good time take a substance to make a good time yeah. and even better time that's what i've heard too yeah so I make sure if I'm you already have time. if you're already doing fine you're having a good time and you drink should be more fun should be good good yeah, yeah that's what i'm hoping for like i think the most i've taken was like yeah you took one shot no one time. It, was, it was after that i took like a it was like a shot and a half and, and some like orange juice and then like nice. half a beer nice. and it didn't really do anything for me because i'm bigger so it's like I, at the time, I was like, well, this didn't do anything. I'm not that interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's totally fair. Obviously, I need to take more, but like, you know, I was like, I was like I'm not going to go out of my way to get a designated driver and shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. Okay. Uh, well, that was episode two this of was Casting Couch. <laughs> thank you guys for watching. Wow, that, that really flew by. Holy fuck, an it hour, did. 15 minutes. That was crazy. Um, thank you guys for watching. If you enjoyed, share this with your fucking friends. Don't be selfish. Uh, subscribe to Josh on YouTube. I'll put his uh, channel, like, first link in the description. Um, uh, anything else? Anything else? Y- you want to plug anything? No? Um, I don't know, man. I, 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 I'm not going to plug anything. Watch for... Josh might make a new YouTube channel by the, by the time this is uploaded. So if that is the case, I'll put the link to his new channel as well. Right, right. Um, because this isn't going up for like two weeks. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's fair. I mean, I, I might stick to my regular one. Yeah, either way, in the description, yeah. check for Josh. Uh, leave comments. Uh, if you want to be on an episode of Casting Couch, fucking text me. Fuck it, dude. I'll just put my phone number in the description. I don't give a fuck. Maybe I'll regret that. I don't know. I'll do it. 
But um, all right. Uh, thanks for watching. Have a blessed day. Goodbye.